This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. September 16th, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Mr. Matt Morgan and Raj Geary to talk about Monday Night Raw. In the build-up to Hell in a Cell, The Fiend was all over tonight's show. There was a gender reveal segment for Maria Canellis' unborn child. So much happened tonight. Raj, uh, welcome back. After skipping most of Clash of the Champions, how did tonight play for you on Raw? I was going to watch Clash earlier today, and I started watching it, and I was like, man, this is just just boring. I cannot get into it, so never watched it. Um, Yeah, I feel like I'm all caught up, even though I (laughs) missed uh, a whole pay-per-view, but that's uh, that's WWE these days. I, I don't know. I... I thought tonight was kind of boring, but, uh, well, uh, you know, Bray Wyatt, I'm always happy seeing him, but that was about it. Yeah. And we have a new King of the Ring that was announced tonight. There's a lot to cover. Matt, last night we were optimistic leaving Clash of the Champions, talking about Bray Wyatt as the Fiend attacking Seth Rollins. What is this going to mean going up to Hell in a Cell? Tonight, Bray was all over this show. How did that play for you? Um, that's why they got to be careful with this character and get this character and gimmick at the very end. Um, sometimes where there's pauses like that, dramatic pauses with him creeping up closer and closer to Seth Rollins face, they should have went to black right as he got up to the face. Instead, they made us uncomfortable, not in a good way, not in a, Oh shoot. I'm scared. This is Freddy Krueger type, scary crap type of way. Crap, uh, cartoon song at the end. That did nothing to me except for do they know they're still on the air? That's why I kept saying to my wife. I go, this is like a minute and a half of not me feeling weird, not me feeling scared by this guy. Um, do you know what I mean? And I and to the credit, they're still figuring this out. This is super out of the box for them to produce. But it's also why they need to be very careful with him because that corniness now gets thrown on him. He got a little on him tonight with that, in my opinion. And that's a shame. But still, it still didn't outweigh in my opinion, perfect use of Kane. Great use of Kane. If yeah. nobody could have seen the fiend feeding him his hand at the end of the night, and you guys have not been watching pro wrestling long enough. Um, so as they went to Glenn Jacobs, um, you know, <laughs> talking about historic district. We have a historic district here in Longwood, by the way, for the record. And the fact that he started selling it, I started dying laughing. Um, <laughs> and if you couldn't see where that was going. I was like, they're not bringing him back to use him part of the 24-7 gimmick. He's going to be eating Bray Wyatt's hand, mandible claw, by the end of the night, and as well as he should. And good for him for being cool enough to come back and do that. You know? He's a Hall of Famer. You know, I don't know how Hall of Famers are, because I ain't no Hall of Famer. But I would imagine they're pretty um, conscientious on how they're used now that they're done wrestling. You know, if they come back, it's got to be against Undertaker. If they come back, it's got to be for the title. If they come back, it's got to be pyro out the yin yang or whatever you know i would think yeah and him going nope i'm gonna get the young kid over tonight no problem and and kane with you know with the mask and everything he still looks the same he doesn't look <laughs> he out of, like this big out of shape guy or anything <laughs> like that he look, looks exactly the same no, he always does you're right man yeah and a hell of a night 24 7 champion uh in the segments with our true one quick thing yeah. i gotta give i'm never gonna get a chance again on the show because kane doesn't wrestle but there's another reason why you got to give the guy kudos. It's a nut. What you just said right there, Raj, is another testament on a drug-free athlete. The majority of that dude's career that I know, like he's always steroid-free. Even during a time when it wasn't so popular to be steroid-free in that company, he always was. And everyone's like, uh, "No, you can't be. There's no way he could be." And everyone's like, "No." The ones that really knew him for a long time, like, "No, he's like farm boy strong. Like he's legit farm boy strong." And uh, he doesn't mess with that stuff. His diet's immaculate. Look at him at his, what age is he? He looked bigger and better than any of the other big guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he must be a, he must be 50-something now. 52 years old. 52, That's yeah. what it looks like when you're natural. Yeah. Seven feet tall. Friggin' still a monster, legit. As a kid, I was watching him as the dentist, <laughs> you know? and he was, <laughs> and that was the drug, you know, the, mm-hmm. the drug-free 
uh, era. Oh yeah, and, that's and right. He was huge. Yeah, he was he was the biggest guy there. Yeah. Uh, shocked. Uh, Kane will never be able to run for president because he was born in Spain. Really? According to Wikipedia. Well, John McCain was born. You know, oh, maybe he was born on a base. Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, there you go. Yeah, and also Wikipedia listed me the other day playing at Georgia Tech. I was a yellow jacket somehow. <laughs> what the freak? Oh, so, there you go. There is an Air Force base there. Wikipedia is not always accurate, guys. I take that back. President Kane, 2020. Make it happen. There is that line from The Office where he's like, anyone can update Wikipedia, so you have the best information. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's an army pretty... base, so he, he should be able to. Well, there you go. You think 2020 he runs or you think he waits? 2024. He's not running. Make a conversation, Matt. It's a podcast. (laughs) I I don't see him running. Yeah, you never know, right? He's a smart Uh, guy. He's not. Hey, given the current state of the world, I don't take anyone being elected president (laughs) off the table. It could literally be anyone. I'm telling you, I've talked. He's not. not, He's taking care of his county. Do you guys have like a secret wrestler politics thing? I mean, does like when Rhino wants numbers and stuff. That is the only time we really text each other is like when one of us win or something big has happened. And it makes uh, Fox News or something like that. Yeah. Well, there you go. I was just on Fox News last week. Um, really? We sold a, a multi-million dollar dog track. It was a big deal here in the city. They they voted against no more dog racing in the yeah. county. And our, we have a very expensive track here. We sold the property, which is a big deal for our city. It will turn our city completely around with what we built out of that now. Wow. Do people go to dog racing? Is that still like a thing? I don't. I have no clue. They do. I, mean, I didn't. I, I, I don't know. Very intrigued by it, but others are. I mean, the horses. You go. You drink mint juleps. It's classy. You sit in the box with your binoculars. I did that in OVW. We used to get invited every year to the those those horse races in Louisville once a year, and you'd see like Kid Rock, Pam Anderson, all these like really cool celebrities. Absolutely. But dog racing seems like uh, degenerate gamblers. <laughs> when you've run out of stuff to bet on. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Go if only chicken dogs. fights were legal. <laughs> um, anyhow, back to Raw tonight. Um, we opened the show. What did we open with? Uh, oh, Seth Rollins came out, gave a shout out to Braun Strowman, his tag team partner, who uh, he lost the titles with last night to Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Um, talked, uh, gave mad props. <laughs> Jesus, I can't I love this. This is in quotes in the recap. Gave mad props to Strowman, saying that he beat the hell out of him, but when Push Cave to shove, he put Strowman down with four stomps and a pedigree, thanking Triple H for that. Uh, went on to talk about how he feels about the Fiend, Bray Wyatt attacking him on stage. And then the Firefly Funhouse music interrupted. We saw Bray on screen, Rambling, Robert, uh, Rambling Rabbit, uh, interrupting, telling Seth to run away as fast as he can. Wyatt got rid of him. And, uh, yeah, just saying, you know, hey, I'm coming for you, man. Uh, and that he might have more to say later in the night. So this really just set the tone, right? I mean, this was the. That? Do you guys see that on our screen? I do. I know. I, I, I'm not sure how to get rid of it, actually. I don't. I think that's <laughs> no, cool. There you go. Oh, I thought that was cool. Someone fire right. a Raj. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> for picking people. <laughs> Spell King of the Ring out. These Type K O T R. Jesus. We're talking about Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, I think this tonight with Bray being a Firefly uh, Funhouse show, I mean, really showed they're pot committed to Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. <laughs> <laughs> I got pretty good. I got some good ribbon today on uh, Twitter over that word. Oh, my God. Why did he keep saying it? Bro, I don't know. He said it like 29 times. It would not stop. At the end of every sentence, he just kept saying the word pot commit. <laughs> it was like a drinking game. He was playing by himself without drinking. It was, <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> it was something else, man. I go back and watch last night's Class of the Champions coverage, even if you don't watch Clash of Champions. No, our last show night's coverage. Better. Oh, it was our epic show. last night. Um, so this was a super heavy Bray Wyatt episode, right? I mean, now... Is it true yeah. production-wise, Raj, where there were maybe not some powers that be there tonight? Was Heyman actually running the show tonight? Uh, I think so, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, I've been kind of out today. Uh, we, there was a Triple H conference call this morning, and it's been kind of a busy day. But, yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. Wow. I thought the promo work overall tonight was pretty good. I thought certain guys like Bobby Roode and others had some cool promo opportunities tonight that I wanted to hear. Lexa Bliss and her tag partner even. Those annoying coffee mugs that I can't stand. I don't get. I feel like I'm missing an inside joke, honestly. 
Um, Merchandising opportunity. That's all. That I'm really old. Oh, Mills Lane. I'm good. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw somebody. Do you there. know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> I, I thought like they took important people, not important people, but, but people that, in my opinion, uh, importantly needed some more development, some layers to their uh, characters or their storylines. Some of them were given time to talk tonight, and I liked that. I thought the King of the Ring final went way too long, though. Yeah. And we'll get into it. So yeah. I feel like a lot happened tonight, but I don't know. This this was a very it, it, weird it, episode. Yeah, I agree. Um, So we had uh, this tag team summit. Oh, let's talk about this. The, the tag team summit tonight, the Raw tag team champions, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode out there, and then the SmackDown tag team champions, the Revival, Dash and yeah. Dolphin. I was loving life at that moment. And they're out there uh, talking a little smack, getting each other's faces a little bit. And then wouldn't you know it, Braun Strowman, his music hits. He just comes in and runs all of them out of there. Yes. And he does look like Bud Bundy, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. I, 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 good good booking all the way around, right? But wouldn't you argue, though, Matt? Now, we like Braun Strowman, and we like that he's looking strong. But isn't this sort of burying... The tag, the tag team division champions, yes, it does because they're the tag team champions, yes, and there's multiples of them that were, yeah, yeah, for that reason, yes, yes, yes. But I'm all in favor of the bigger star getting more over in the process. But the question is, did he get more over tonight versus them getting buried? Which, which, which way did that scale go? Did it go down so much for them being buried versus him being, you know, raised up higher and getting over? No, I would say them getting buried was worse well and i would argue when we talked about last night braun is so over the only way to get him over further at this point is to put the universal title on him yes that's it Mm -hmm. him him and bray in a universal title feud i mean that i mean seth is i'm a big seth fan but he's just kind of there right now we said last night raj at least i said uh, bray needs to stay away from that title Uh, i'm being dead on yeah and they booked themselves in a corner here. They've got to figure out if something happens in this match versus Seth where he, like, commits murder and goes to just stop. Something crazy has to happen to get him out of this match without him losing, obviously. It can't be some weak DQ. Yeah. It's got to be something insane because that dude with the title, I just don't see him sitting there in 8 by 10 taking photos with the championship belt and all that other crap that your champion generally does. Right, with the little yeah. icon on the, the side right. of the belt. Oh, God, I will quit. I will quit. <laughs> I will quit. Life. If we see that, this is fiend on the side. Now, <laughs> it was leaked for Hell in the Cell the possibility of him versus Seth in in the right. Cell match. People think that's going to happen. They didn't announce that tonight, though. Bray kept saying, "Oh, I'm going. I'm looking for a new friend," but they didn't make it out like, "Oh, I'm coming for that title." Well, they announced it earlier. I mean, the the leaked advertising was yeah. It's them in the Cell. It's the Cell match. I, I but that's card subject to change. I mean, they advertise stuff all the time that never happens. Usually when it's a big star or something out of the blue like that, it, they stick with it. Hmm. Like, well, you know, otherwise it would be like Kofi versus Randy Orton is the kind of stuff that they advertise and change. But, but the way they finish the show, it's very apparent that that's the friend yeah. he was looking for. That, oh, yeah. They yeah. Certainly. Uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss were backstage sipping coffee, talking about their match with Sasha Banks and SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey happening later that night. Um Alexa, full baby face now. Okay, don't you feel like she's setting her up, though? Like, I thought it was way over the top, cheesy baby, and she's setting her up. I hope so, because as cheesy as, you know, like AF, as the kids say. uh, As the kids do say. say (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was over the top, like, almost on purpose, though. Like, she's definitely turning on her eventually. Yeah. Um, but don't you think part of that is sort of just uh, show folk and acting? Like, if I'm going to be a good guy, I'm still going to enunciate and express yeah. and be animated. Like, it doesn't no, mean I'm just going to be. That's what we like. talked about with you wanting the the person Bailey who turned heel to like come out as Olivia Newton John at the end of Greece. That was not how I described it. That's how you <laughs> described her. it. But you know, do you know what I mean? Like that huge 180 degree turn overnight, which I'd rather see them develop into it. Right, like. They don't change their music. They don't change their entrance. They don't change their gear because now they're dark and they're evil. So same when somebody becomes a baby face. You know well, what I mean? Which Alexa Bliss is now doing. She's really over the top with it. Cheesy baby. But wouldn't you argue in human nature and the human character and psyche that people turn evil in moments 
where they where they break bad, as it were, whereas to redeem yourself and become a better person is a slower and more gradual process. I think it depends on what life throws at you. you death can happen. There's millions of things that can happen that could that could get you to that place a lot quicker. We've not seen that with Alexa Bliss. We've just seen her just start tagging with somebody different, and all of a sudden, they, now she's a good person. Which, by the way, that sounds like a babyface turn, like a segment, like someone's going to become born again, be meeting with Brother Love backstage, talking about I, mean, I want to atone for my sins and become a better person. I mean, you don't watch Game of Thrones, but if you watch Game of Thrones, there's a lot of characters on that show that kind of do the the turns like the mm. one of the main guys jamie uh you know went kind of from heel to baby face back to heel and it was a it was a gradual thing but it always made it, it made sense while you're watching it wasn't a drastic it did they gave us a lot of layer to him inside of his head too right he always showed that that, that one girl that what was the big uh woman he was always into oh uh, uh through her he showed the most sympathy and empathy and you made you care about him finally as a face somewhat right you could right. see the the sprinkles of him being a baby face is really so well done that's right and you were just like rooting for him you were, you were totally against him for a season then uh anyway so the oc tonight took on the viking raiders and cedric alexander if this is uh some sort of push for cedric alexander i'm waiting for the part where uh he looks well, good say, again. say who he wrestled against <laughs> well the oc he went up against aj styles in the club Paired with the Viking Raiders, so right, right there, that's that's two strikes against Cedric looking cool to be paired with uh, these brave. Paired with them, yes. But I thought the Viking Raiders, if you didn't watch their entrance, didn't watch their ring gear. <laughs> their, Aside from that, their their actual wrestling though, I thought was really good tonight. Sure, I did. I thought, I thought it stood out actually. If I mean that, I mean if you get on people, you got to give them the props too when they deserve it. I thought they they wrestled very well in their match tonight. Um. But against we're talking about Cedric going against AJ Styles. Any opportunities in the ring in opposition to AJ Styles, it's a good night for him. It's better when he was picking up wins. I mean, yeah, but I, I, not every I, week can you do that. I don't think we're going to see him on a pay per view for the rest of the year for a while. I, it seems like they've cut, you know, they've cut the bait on him. Like he's well, not. Uh, when did they really get behind him then? Because I was still waiting for it. Well, I mean, he was getting, you know, he was picking up wins. They were giving him a little bit of a push, but uh, I don't know. It's completely gone now. <laughs> uh, I think it was very impressive, and he got a lot of people's attention when he was picking up wins. I think they should have pivoted him to another uh, feud rather than have him lose two nights in a row to AJ. He's a talented guy. He is just bland as mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just... You know, I, I that's just that. the truth. Yeah. So he's got to get all these repetitions out of his system until he figures out who he is. And and fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, you, we get there a lot quicker when we're given TV time and TV matches, especially against bigger stars. So for some reason, you just get so comfortable. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Caleb Gasaway. So Patrick Alexander's ricochet without the charisma. That's kind of um, <laughs> Yeah. So Brickshade doesn't even cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah, um I don't know, man. Like uh like at this point, what's worse? Uh, the Viking Raiders or the Dark Order in AEW? Oh good comparison. Viking okay, Raiders Dark Order is the drizzling shit. <laughs> yeah. Viking Raiders are way better. That would not Raiders. have seen TV time in um, I can't think of any indie fed I've ever worked. Nowhere. Yeah. Literally nowhere. And that's the problem. And so to Matt's point, you could be the best wrestler on earth, but if you have, I mean, Matt, look at yes. the gimmick you were stuck with for a while. It's like it, it overshadows everything. Of course it does. Yeah. Or, and especially or, when it's a or, or a lack of as well. I would, I would argue too. Well, and at least when you weren't cutting promos, when they gave you the setter gimmick, at least you still looked good in the ring. We're moving good. But with the Viking Raiders, they got the stupid paint on and they're doing all this stuff. Right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. They can't escape it <laughs> at a certain point. Um, <laughs> And again, this is no fault on them. This is I blame WWE creative for everything. I think everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, as we mentioned earlier, we saw WWE champion, 24-7 champion, R-Truth and Carmella backstage. The Women's <laughs> Basketball Hall, Hall of Fame with Kane, Glenn Jacobs, the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Um, okay. It was great to see Kane. Yeah. Great to see him back there. But what do you think with R-Truth when they're doing these extended segments? And how his gimmick 
how truth's gimmick is working for you in these extended segments. What versus what? I think when it's a little short, if he wasn't doing this, I think when they give him like two or three lines and it's short and he gets to like really good punchlines, right? Like he says something really funny and then we cut, we go to a pin or a chase or something like that's good. Mm -hmm. But these felt like they dragged on a long time tonight where he kept trying to set up these jokes and these uh, misunderstandings. I don't know. I just thought these, these dragged on way too long with the comedy. How many were there? And what was this and the, the one on the field? But it felt like the whole thing, like with the misunderstandings, I don't know. I just think that it's funny to me when they have a character that's confused, but I think they, they took it too far, essentially. Like they're almost, um, they're almost making him dumber the longer these go on. You know what I mean? I think our truth is the most over he's been in, in years. You know, I agree this. with that. Yeah, Since no. little Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. In short, that's first, like, that was like 15 better. years ago. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like these went on a long time. I think we saw it coming that Kane was going to get the 24-7 championship. Our truth was going to get it back, um, which is good, you know? Our uh, truth I mean, he is great in these. I hate, you know, the, the title, it has its uh, shelf life, but he's he has been great. Let's be honest, though. They are utilizing it to put – we are being entertained by – people that normally we're not entertained by nor do they ever break dark matches let alone get on tv and yeah. they are and i think some of them are being very entertaining somewhat entertaining i should say with it yeah i think uh a lot of weeks the 24 7 title has been the most entertaining thing on the show i mean i hate to say it yeah sometimes yeah because i hate the stupid chase center i hate the congo one more than anything but the other stuff around it, like last week, Ennis was it Ennis Cantor? There was an NBA player in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> like this crazy stuff that you're never going to expect. That part's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, tonight, No Way Jose getting that Kit Kat money, doing a Congo line commercial with them. What the heck? Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Hey, get. Do you, when you were there, Matt, if you did something like that, did you get extra? Or is that just all part of your downside? You should get extra. I would hope you should. I don't know how it is now. Then, yeah, yeah. I feel. I'm afraid their attitude is like we own you. Back in the day, I, I know, like the uh, the autograph appearances and stuff were not paid for. Like that was included, and it wasn't until mm -hmm. a little bit later on that they that it uh, they start paying you extra. They pay them extra to do what? Like access? You mean? I just you know the autograph like Cricket Wireless. You know where they they go to those uh, those stores and appear. So, a wizard world. Yeah. Well, good. Those places should pay them to go yeah. do that. Yeah. Back in the day, they used to not get paid extra for that. That was considered part of the contract. Uh, and that's what CM Punk talked about in his interview with Colt Cabana. I think uh, in terms of I could go wrestle in Mexico for this amount of money on that weekend, or I could go to wizard world and sit and sign autographs for that amount of money. It was right. his pay was the same either way. Right. Kind of nuts. Um, let's take a moment. Thank the sponsor of this episode, which is seat geek. Oh, seat geek buying tickets. I was looking tonight. WWE is going to be at the Chase Center in San Francisco next week, Monday and Tuesday for Raw and SmackDown. See if there are seats available still through those other ticketing sites. And do you ever feel like ticketing websites make getting to the events difficult on purpose? It's like in the 90s. Raj, did you ever go to a rave? You have to like mail something into a guy and they, they send you a playing card and then you take that to a corner at this time. And then you find out where the warehouse where the rave's being held because they don't want the fuzz to catch wind. Okay, you maybe are literally me. the most unrelatable human being walking God's green earth with these analogies. No, the well, answer to that is no across the board. None of us. You better say no, Ron. <laughs> you never had like a glow stick and whistle phase, like you know. Uh, actually, I have been to a rave. So well, there you go. I, I have been to a rave. All right. So <laughs> that's what the process. Why is am like. I still doing this show? <laughs> What did either of you do? Oh, I'm sorry that we weren't all busy painting Hulk Hogan action figures in our dorm room in our Way 20s, cool, man. Way cool. Not one girl said, oh, he's not cool. I'm walking out. Nope. <laughs> we we so, needed to work harder. Anyhow, uh, getting tickets these days is almost as difficult as going to an underground rave. That's what they make it like. You have to go here and do I have the code and are they on sale at this time? And for credit card holders, I can get them at this time, but I have to come back two days later. Forget all that. Seat Geek. Seat Geek actually cares about the customer uh, the customer experience. They care about making it easy for you to get the tickets you want to the events that you want to see. They have millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee. And SeatGeek has proved there is no better way 
to buy tickets. You could search sports, live music, comedy, wrestling, theater, and more. SeatGeek has the tickets you're looking for all in one place, and they stand out from the crowd. They've built the fastest way to find tickets, so you can stop searching for the perfect seat and just start enjoying it. What's awesome about SeatGeek is that they have 50,000 five-star reviews in the App Store, which is insane. That's It's more than almost any other app that I've ever used, and uh, the customer satisfaction is through the roof. We get tweets all the time, people saying they love SeatGeek. Now, why do people love SeatGeek? It's because they pull together millions of tickets from all over the web. They rate each deal, each seat on a scale of one to 10, and they display them on an interactive seat map. If you've ever had that thing with wrestling, is this is number one, is number one on the ramp or is it on the opposite side of the ramp? SeatGeek, interactive seat map, boom, you're going to see exactly where you're sitting, exactly where you're going. And they break down the details. They give you a green dot if it's a good deal. Red dots are overpriced. So looking at SeatGeek tonight, amazing deals for on SmackDown next week. Amazing deals for AEW shows that are upcoming. Uh, I'm going to use it for my next trip to New York. I'm going to definitely be using it when AEW comes out to California next year. Uh, used it for All Out. It's just absolutely fantastic. Got me ramp side at double or nothing. Uh, Raj, what have you been going to lately? Uh, so I went to Dave Chappelle and John Stewart a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I went to the Broncos yesterday, and uh, that was – we left the game thinking that they won. Like we were like, woo, you've got the Broncos shirts on. We're like, yeah, yeah, And everyone's like, dude, what's, what's wrong with you? And so they lost at the last minute in the last 10 when seconds. Did, but, when did you leave? Uh, we what? left uh, about two minutes before the end of the game. So wow. it was just like the last play where yeah, – uh, well, clearly you jinxed their win by leaving, but when you thought they were winning <laughs> and you were enjoying it, and that's all thanks to SeatGeek, getting you into the event, getting you into the show. It's fantastic. I have the app on my phone. Anytime I want to see anything, SeatGeek is the first place that I go. Highly recommend it. And we've got a great deal for our audience. SeatGeek is going to give you $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code. Download the SeatGeek app today and use the promo code INC for $10 off your first purchase. That's promo code INC for $10 off your first purchase through SeatGeek. And we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. They are great. If you if you ever buy tickets, just try it out first because once I went, I've never gone back. So it is uh, it's great stuff. Oh man! So back to Raw tonight. We had the King of the Ring Finals, Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable. Not going by Shorty G yet, which just disappoints me. The longer they wait to pull the trigger on that. Well, hopefully we land, we swell up big enough, and the fan and the WWE listens and don't and doesn't do this to this kid <laughs> because it's going to That's be a killer, a slow death for him. You become Santino at that point once you do. they do that. It's not fair. That dude's like a world class athlete. They need to work a little bit harder at creative. Sorry, he, he was in the Olympics. Like, come on, you can't find something for that. And right. he is charismatic. We've seen it. They've done yeah. That. The hard part was, is this guy charismatic or not? Can we put him in an element where he get, brings his charisma out? They did with Jason. It wasn't just Jason Jordan, but it was the fact that he was in a tag team. They found something he was comfortable talking about between him and his partner. Wrestled great matches, if you guys remember. <laughs> Somebody wrote, have help, buddy. <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> but it's a shame. This is a world-class athlete and um, who, who's a fan and – actually has charisma a lot of these guys don't have charisma very vanilla so that's on them that's their job to figure this out do you know what i mean it's not to get lazy and somebody makes a joke in passing and say you know what screw this guy and his career this would be hilarious let's do this well as of july 15th wwe has filed for a trademark for shorty g in the field of professional wrestling Whatever. i feel bad he's better than that yeah yep. I, I do think you know sometimes like as lame as this sounds, but getting a haircut, it he, never works. He, so I've never seen him work. He looks like Baron he lost, Corbin. Or, he lost Baron charisma. Corbin worked. Oh, touche. Yeah. Okay. He did. Some people work. Some people it doesn't. But like uh, <laughs> with Chad Gable, it doesn't work. Like he, he has lost charisma. It's like Carlito when he cut his hair. He lost a lot. You know. When did he cut his hair? There was a while uh, after he left WWE. He cut his hair and he did. Just like yeah. Uh. I'm not sure if it's back. I think it's back now. He's Dude, that's like me cutting two feet off of my body. It's like nobody would ever book me. Nobody would care. Exactly. It's like Hulk Hogan <laughs> if he had a crew cut. It's just not the same. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You think that's a wig or you think that's still Hulk's real hair? Come on. The, I don't know. I yeah. think it's like a Bret Michaels. I think the, the bandana's hiding something, you know? Yes. Nothingness. 
He's been bald up there forever. Yeah. Just saying. You, you think his hair under there, Glenn? I don't know. I didn't think Brett Michaels did, and then I was looking at photos online, and people were like, oh, no, that's how he hides the, the wig, is with the bandana. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, Hogan's not wearing If he wore a wig, he put it wig. on top He's of his head. Plugs. He's always had plugs. Anyhow, uh, tonight, Baron Corbin, <laughs> versus, Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable. Uh, Baron Corbin, like this was one of his best matches tonight, and he mm -hmm. won clean. It, I should hope so. I should hope so. And, and I, honestly, I, I love the fact that Corbin won. It's, this is gonna, he's going to do some funny stuff with this, I think. Um, some, good, some good heel development with it as well. He believes who he thinks he is, which makes this work even more. Oh, Blake, shame on you, fan uh, Blake. Uh, Brett Michaels. Oh Terrible. Um, but no, seriously, um, it's going to work for his character. I like it. I like that this tournament was in a way to get him over, and I think it did, and it will even more so after the fact. But I thought this match was too long, if I'm being honest, because oh. it, it, was, it was with a guy nobody cares about. Ooh. But the, I think they had to protect, it, protect the him. The announcers did a great job of making us. They tried their damnedest to make us care about him. Yeah, but for me, you, we both know that because the name you just said tells me they don't care about him that much. Yeah, I'm being dead serious. Yeah, I mean, uh... <laughs> like, real quick, Joker Gregory, is that your real face with like faith? Like, <laughs> I'm if, terrified. If people aren't watching the video of this podcast, you are missing out on so you have much. To, you have to watch. Yeah, guys, you cannot listen to the show without watching it. You have to watch this. Yeah. Uh, Corbin has looked really good lately. I feel like he—it's just oh, all yeah. clicking with him. It like, is good. Yep. The new gear, the uh, his matches. I mean, granted, he is uh, working with some some great guys, but his, his matches lately have just been—he—it's clicking. His timing—he does some cool power moves. His power moves are not kind of cliche big guy stuff. Like he does some pretty cool original stuff too. His power yeah, and people—it's badass. Yep. And people already in grain hate him, so he's already got that heel heat. I mean, it's a. Uh, it's clicking. I and he didn't wilt. Every guy nowadays, Raj, they wilt when fans legit shoot hate you. Then oh. they start trying to do, oh, I need to do something that's cool or flashy and make them like me again, but 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 boo me when I want them to. Right. It's, it's the craziest thing, but that's how heels are nowadays. They he, legit, cool. he loves the fact that they, legit, they legitimately hate him. He's an old school heel. Like yeah. He wants the booze and he, he soaks it up and he just, he's Doesn't legit a, hated. There's not many people like that. It. And he doesn't wimp out. He's got thick enough skin to take it. Yeah. It was good. And they were really making a point to uh, make Gable look strong tonight. It took did. a lot for him to be beat. Um, they were really putting him over on commentary, his tenacity mm -hmm. and his fight. Uh, I think if they give him a good story after this, and that's the problem. If it's the big, if Corbin has got a locked in gimmick, he's got someplace to go. Chad, who the hell knows? Yeah. yeah I mean, I agree. And Chad has got to stay the hell away from that name. Yeah, as well. It's another part of this equation. And uh, stay away from two hundred five live. <laughs> Notice tonight they build him at what two hundred three. I, I told you guys. I, I told you guys. Corbin was winning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, this was a really good match. I thought tonight this uh, was definitely a high point of the show. And then we went to what was arguably a low point, uh, the gender reveal party for uh, uh. Mike and Maria Canellis' baby, hosted <laughs> by the Street Profits. <laughs> uh. The first second you heard that there was a gender reveal party, come on, guys. We're <laughs> immediately like, oh, poor Mike. Oh, my God, this is poor Mike. <sighs> so uh. she reveals the gender. It's a boy. She then says she's going to reveal the father, says it's Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I did not see that for the record. Yeah. Angelo Dawkins uh, saying the father might also be him uh, after. Uh, but this leading to a match between Ricochet and Mike Canellis, where Mike really doesn't. Uh, yeah. This was just bad. Um, and, and got, uh, in my opinion, it got, it got some on. Uh, yeah, I agree, Ronnie. <laughs> um, I, I Really quick, though, I, I like Ricochet being a part of any of this. Actually. Oh, no, it was terrible. And they really? think. Yeah. I mean, right? Like, this is all I kept thinking was remember a couple months ago, what have we been saying since he's called his main roster? Oh, they see big things for Ricochet. Ricochet is going to be a top guy. Then Ricochet is in this uh, segment. Um, yeah, Cole called Mike a loser. Corey Graves <laughs> called him a beta cook. Uh, it was 
Can I just say that's awesome, Tammy? That is coming from a girl. Totally big, totally big dogging it. And Michael Cole, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. And then uh, after this, uh, Ricochet beats Mike quickly. Mike's like, whatever, I don't care. Uh, Ricochet leaves. Maria comes out and says, I'm going to tell you now who the real father is. It's not Ricochet. Uh, Builds up the reveal, and it's Rusev coming back with his new look, sporting a mustache, and no Lana in tow. What's your opinion on that? I mean, I, I, I liked Lana. I'm curious if they're going to involve her in this angle or if she's off TV for a while now. I meant for Rusev. I get oh. you like Lana. Right? <laughs> get, get in line. Um, but what I, you know, yeah. I mean for Rusev. This seems like squandering. I mean, okay, so Rusev was so over with Rusev Day. Like yeah. so over with that. And so much goodwill. So they're bringing him back now in this heel position and he squashed Mike Kanellis tonight. Um I don't know, man. Like, wouldn't if you were Rusev and you got Rusev Day so over, and then you came back tonight for this? Wouldn't you feel just this was a slap in the face? In the face, because they they would think they would sell this to you like this was a hot angle. And Dude, our, uh, our fans are the best. I'm just throwing that out there. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, but I agree with Mandy um, that he did look. Um, I thought Rusev looked very good tonight. I, I did. I thought he looked like a monster. He looks a little too pretty, doesn't he? Like with the the mustache and. I don't know, so you think I, they're going to go comedy? I just feel like his size and everything. He, <laughs> you think he, this is a serious angle he's in? Well, no, I no, think no, it eventually. No, 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 but I think but eventually. I, I just mean, like in general, like he he's got that. He he just looks very nineteen uh, fifties Italian actor. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's Mike's army. Definitely, I'm <laughs> porn mustache. Right and he looks in great shape. Uh, you know, yeah. 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 I don't get it either. I, like him, Zach Ryder and others, they, they do the exact thing that you're told to go do. And nowadays I would argue it's even more impossible to go out and do in such a contrived formulaic fan audience experience. Now think about it. our fans, they're conditioned to certain things being in order and going a certain way. And for you to get a legitimate baby face reaction and not because it's because you flip flop and fly and kill yourself and light yourself on fire, but it's because of your character. It's yeah. very rare. So here, Rusev went out and did that in spades. Remember the point where I kept questioning it and saying, hey, guys, I think it's just the chant. They're cheering for it. It's funny. Ha ha. They're going to do it for like another few months. Let's see where it is six months from now. It lasted the whole time. It was him. Yeah. So he passed with flying colors of what used to be considered a main event test. I'm being dead serious. If somebody's chanting for you like that, like crazy, rabidly, for that long, you had no chance. They had no choice when they had the like, serious competition. Gun to their head to say, "Well, the fans want him. We got to put him on TV. Got to start highlighting this guy." Now I it's feel, not like that. Yeah, I feel like it was after the Attitude Era where they stopped. Where yes. they felt like if yeah, someone's getting o- over on their own, they feel like they have to stop it. Yeah, you know, like they have to. You know, and I don't want to all these guys in the. And I don't want to hear this crap, Raj, that, that that they would try to put out there and say, "Well, because it didn't fit." We we. we book six months out in advance and you're in advance no they don't no they don't <laughs> if they did it's right. okay great but they don't yeah that that roman Reigns storyline would have been you know much yes. more. You know. so there's no excuse for it It doesn't throw a monkey wrench in their plans for the next six months to a year if somebody over suddenly gets hot their job is to find out who that guy is well not who that guy is but bottle what that guy just did and find a way to produce more of it and if it's not hard to produce because the person's getting that over, a la back in the day with Zack Ryder, I would argue, mm-hmm. your job is not to feature them. How hard is that? Right. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's weird. Uh, but this is a way to get people to stop chanting Rusev Day, right? I mean, this is a dramatically why? different angle. Why would you want them to stop chanting anything? Vince know. says he wants to react good or bad. He doesn't want indifference or, or nothing, right? So there you go. He's chanting something. The fans are chanting something. Why would you extinguish it? They, yeah, they, they just lose money off of that. That that was a hot seller. They were, you know, it was something, and uh, they just pissed it away. It's gonna catch up. I don't know if we'll be around for it. I don't know if we'll be alive even. One, <laughs> it will catch up to them one day. There's this complacent bullcrap of theirs where they think they can just push whoever they want to push, who they think they need to push, versus listening to what the fans want. Daniel Bryan is smacking their face, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah, Vince we'll McMahon see. is going to outlive us all. Out of spite, Vince McMahon oh, is going to outlive us all. He is going to be frozen. 
Yes. And then come back like 25 years from now or something like that. Yeah, yes, my, I agree. My, my daughter's grandchildren will be like, oh, that Vince McMahon is still around. <laughs> People will be saying, when he dies, it's all going to be different. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> after that tonight, Cesaro yeah. versus Rey Mysterio. And, and Vince doesn't oh. get enough credit, but he made... Vince we would not be credit. here right now. Wait, we Vince doesn't get enough credit. Like, <laughs> he doesn't. Planet. He doesn't. Really? He you gets think? a lot... In, in today's uh, wrestling world, it's yeah. all... AEW does everything right. Vince is, you know, uh, mm. just an out of touch. Let me ask you something. Mm. And I love him. I, I, I'm being dead serious. I'm not trying to be a marker yeah. or, or whatnot. I'm putting myself over. I had a good relationship with him. I, I really genuinely liked him. And I still do. With that said, name <laughs> one thing over the last five years that he's been responsible for that's been good. I would say the last 20 years, it's it's hard to come up with something. <laughs> but... Uh, so yeah. come on, you're you're, no, like, no, you're, no. you're 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 patting somebody who won the Super Bowl freaking twenty five years ago in the back still. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I, and I, I would agree. argue those talents, <laughs> talent pushed him equally. Yeah, those no, for sure. top notch talents, Stone Cold, Rock, Undertaker, all of them, they pushed him too. Kevin Nash, the Click, even when they're right. saying you need to start using real storyline. Vincent come up with that on his own. They told him he needs to do that, yeah. and because he kicked yeah. Sean's ass, he listened to him. And then well, they started to go that route a little bit more, right? With real situations and real names and things like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, people are bringing up John Cena, things like that. But the okay. fact is that WWE has dropped That's one formula. every year pretty much for the last like, 20 years. It, you know, it's it's been a consistent decline. Um, you know, it's like Game of Thrones. You know, this last season was the most popular that they had as far as ratings and stuff. So uh, I'm just people complain that. about it, but... The fact is, it was more popular than ever. WWE has not been more popular than ever. It's been on a consistent decline. But here's to go back even Game of Thrones, for instance. When the first season was done, what did everybody want to see more of? Peter Dinklage. They, yep. Everybody did. And what happened? They started to create more storylines for him that they were not going to create for him originally. He was not going to be the main one of the main the, one of the top two, three stars on that show. He wasn't going to be booked that way. He was awesome. You know, he was amazing. <laughs> But it was based on the book, so I don't know. Like, did uh... that book? He would. I would not. I read it too. I would not consider him a top two, oh, yeah. top one featured like TV time wise. And well, no way. Yeah. Not to that degree. Uh, Stark was would take up the majority of it. You would think, and I would argue Peter Dinklage gave him a good run for his money, yeah. being the main draw to that show. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen to the fans. That's my point. Yeah. Vince is not listening to the fans. Well, that's quite arguable. And I don't think he cares about credit. I think he cares about money. And I would say Breaking Bad, too. That was another show. Every season, it went up and up and up. So you can mm-hmm. make these excuses like, well, people are finding new ways to consume media and, and, right. and watching TV. But these shows, when they're hot, they're going up. And and WWE, and football is up this season already. Here's how you know. Here's how you know. All right, When I'm in like a room, when I go to these events, I, I have something, honestly, usually every day. Um, yeah. It's not every day, every night, whereas an event I go speak at, right, as the mayor of Longwood, and I'm around other politicians every single day. And when there's a new one that hasn't met me yet, and they'll come up and they'll talk about Hulk Hogan, The Rock, maybe Stone, you know, the, the Stone Cold, right. One from the Blue Moon. Do you really think any of them are going to go, so what's the Seth Rollins kid like? No. That's not a knock on Seth Rollins. It's, right. it, it's where they're at currently today. It's okay. not what it was when we were in college. And you're throwing dorm party keg parties and cheerleaders and dance team are coming to watch it because it's the coolest thing going. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's what mainstream across the board goes. Mm-hmm. And that's my that's my judge. That's my barometer on how well they're doing because yeah. it, it is hard to do with the network now, uh, Raj. They have all these other outlets. It is hard for me to look at and say, well, are they successful or not? They're making more money, but they also have more outlets to utilize and create more money for me as well, to be fair. Exactly. It seems like there's more ways for them to get these names out there. But we saw it with Kevin Owens. You know, once he starts getting somewhere and they just bury him and, and chop his nuts off. <laughs> I can't. Be, I hate to keep burying the writing, but it is yeah. the writing a lot, a lot of this. Yeah. So Cesaro versus Rey Mysterio. Everyone uh, was commenting online about what Cesaro was wearing tonight. Uh, I thought it was Aiden English at first. I'll be honest. I like didn't recognize Cesaro in pants. Uh, He's trying. He's trying anything he can. Good for him, man. I don't know how his spirit's not been broken. He's another one. He passed the test. He did grab the brass ring. 
We watched it versus John Cena. That was his money-making, main event-making moment. Where was the follow-up? He got super over, and then they put him in a weird coat and uh, paired with Paul Heyman. It was just, it was just so random. Just, uh, destroyed it. But it. It's frustrating. So God bless him for coming up with something different, trying to look a little different. I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah. And Rey Mysterio won the match. But of course he did. <laughs> and Ray, Claudio Castagnoli used to wear pants. Ray oh. is starting to look a little older. I feel like uh, it, it, it's starting to catch. You in know, his work, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I see it too. Yeah. Better uh, though than uh, he did before he had the knee surgeries. He's still Ray Friggin Mysterio. Ray is though. great. Yeah, I mean yeah. Ray is. Uh, I mean he's a legend. He's awesome. Yeah. But uh, you do see him slowing down a little bit. Yeah, he's being a lot more. He's being a lot safer too with what he's doing out there. Yeah. Uh, it started a while back. Remember when we started doing like the thing off the top rope? It was just a boring splash. Yeah. It, it, you know what I'm talking about? It, it got it got over. It's gotten over, but it's not his little flippy dudes that he always used to do in WCW. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Breaking Bad, we saw a uh, vignette for the Authors of Pain, Akam and Rezar, yeah. very reminiscent of the Salamanca cousins from uh, Breaking Bad in their new I, uh, series. I dug, I dug this. You guys didn't like it? I did. I liked it. It's something. It is something. And they okay. look like killers. Like, they look well, badass. And they look like killers. Yeah. They should murder Drake Maverick, the first thing they when should, they came they back. They should eat him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I like this. I like that they're bringing everyone back, uh, rebuilding them a little bit. I think they could be an awesome tag team, but hey, you know, maybe don't have your champs in the division get uh, buried by Take Braun Strowman. By person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <sighs> it's got to be tough. I uh, I Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross with Sasha and Bailey picking up a win here. Um, why was it non title? I think this is how they're going to earn their title shot if they go this route, right? This is normally isn't this normally the formula? Like we beat the champs, necessarily get a champ shot. Pretty, yeah. But with Sasha, uh, so what happened after this match? Uh, Becky came out with a chair. Uh, Charlotte came out with a chair. Uh, <clears throat> they were, yeah, they were beating on um, Bailey and Sasha. And after the match, Sasha challenged Becky to a rematch for the Raw Women's Championship in Hell in a Cell, uh, ending the promo. Uh, yeah. I will repeat. She has to win. She yeah. means Sasha. <clears throat> yeah. Has to. And I can't believe I'm saying it because Becky so always white hot, right? As far as everything she does and all her mannerisms or promos generally, right? I just, they, they brought it out. They booked these two together. And, and Sasha came back red hot um, and edgy, I thought. So, like, what do you do? Like, yeah. you bring her in her first angle, she loses? Right. You can't do that. Where do you go after that? Like, who, I mean, Screw. who do you got waiting? You got no one. Oh. No, she has to win this, actually. Yeah. Because you said, didn't you guys say that she's going to SmackDown as well? Well, the, the popular Becky. theory is that Becky is going to SmackDown. She's featured in the promos and stuff, but. Did you see her commercial, by the way, in ESPN? No, not yet. No. Really well done, actually. Not the one with Roman Reigns and Kofi, right? No, it's when she says the cash register at the checkout line. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sports area. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know who I am? And then she cut, like, really a rocket buster promo. Yeah. I'll check that out. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Sasha should win this Hell in a Cell. That yeah. could easily be the match of the night at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Yes, I, last night was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I'm going to watch that after this. Oh, I heard oh, that's yeah. a, that's what you gotta see, dude. Even the finish is pretty cool. Yeah, I started watching the pay per view and I was like, "Man, this is so slow." And I, I tweeted out, and everyone's like, "That's the one match you gotta watch." Yeah. What was up with the fan? You guys saw this on Twitter today? The fan no. that was on the ramp that when Becky threw Sasha over the ramp, like reaching out like he was trying to touch Sasha's butt. Oh. Like, yeah. What? The gifts all over online. He didn't actually make contact. But it's just, I mean, it's the cringiest thing I've seen in ages. It's an adult or a little kid? It's an adult man who's in the front in row. Can you get in out. trouble for that? Uh, the, the, I, people, you know, I don't do the whole thing. People are, like, trying to identify him and call him out. But, no, but, I mean, people were vocal about Ooh, gonna, Are they going to dox him, brother? Are they going to dox him? Uh, we're living in that age. <laughs> well, you guys saw what yes. happened with uh, Scarlett Bordeaux, <laughs> like, earlier this summer, right? In Mexico. Did you guys see Wait, that? What? No, say it again. Scarlett Bordeaux? Scarlet, Scarlett Bordeaux, yeah. This uh, fan reached over and, like. It was like rubbing her stomach. It was uh, it was super creepy. 
Uh, if there's a female wrestler watching this right now, you have the green light to turn around and break his nose. Elbow him in the face. As fast as you can, and you get to get away with it. That's how this works. Anybody jumps that rail or reaches over that rail, you get to kill them. Yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. I didn't catch it last night during the match, but today it was all over Twitter. And yeah, like why? Look, here's the deal. I don't like it when, by the way, I don't like it when fans pat male wrestlers on the back either. Like when they're walking or out in an aggressive manner, trying to you know be cute or hurt them. If they're doing it because yeah. they're a fan of, them, that's one thing. But right. But I think here's what is acceptable: you are allowed to stick your hand out, and if the wrestler wants to, they can stick their hand out sure. and touch your hand. That is the acceptable physical interaction at a wrestling show. I was watching Attitude Era, Stone Cold. All right, and he get he got on the headset, right, and these fans behind him are like rabbit they're like grabbing his traps and trying to like massage him like extra aggressively turns yeah. around covers the mic and you could tell he cursed him up something lethal <laughs> but like what? it happened multiple times well if you watch wrestling in the 80s remember with the uh the uh the aisles were so narrow so it was mm. like yes. it was all people just patting the the wrestlers on the back and mm-hmm. and uh it, it i mean it was a different but time this is ridiculous someone tried to touch her butt yeah yeah it's it's re- like you, you can see it on twitter uh it's it's very <sighs> awkward like oh, very bad, not funny. as bad as Scarlet in Mexico. That was like I gotta go look all this up now. Egregiously yeah. terrible, but uh, thought that was a notable thing we didn't talk about last night uh, on the show. Uh, they followed up tonight that face off in the announcement of the Hell in a Cell match with Lacey Evans versus Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke uh, getting a match on Raw again. No, no, about time Lacey Evans gets put back out there and gets attention again. Well, no, for Lacey, yeah, but for Dana, like when's the last time Dana wrestled on Raw? You being the keeper of the Dana Brooke fan club of one. <laughs> I like Dana. I would imagine you know the answer. I know. Been a while. We should be asking you this. I'm, so apparently I'm, she has yeah. wrestled Sarah Logan seven times on main event. Wow. In in like the last three months. just, they just Another reason why they need a uh, female show. They desperately do. They've got the goods for it now. They do. They've got the depth. I was yeah. saying this last night, Raj. Anna, I swear to God I said this, that... And we said it earlier too, many, many months ago after the women's evolution pay per view. What's next? Tag to remember what it was? We were saying there needs to be women tag division, but like literally in that same sentence, we also said TV show. Um, yes, I remember doing that. But w- last night, after last night's show as well, I was like, they need more time. There's so many other women that I want to see more of now. Yeah. But unless they got a platform, then WWE just why can't they use them like nothing else? Yeah, but you see how two hundred five live is, right? They don't. They okay, don't but care. is that because there's a bunch of side side show short people? <laughs> I can't say my normal joke no more. Damn, twenty nineteen. <laughs> I know. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Is that I mean, I'm being serious though? I think women's the interest in women's wrestling is much higher. And yeah. look at the money NXT got from uh, USA. We talked about this last night. I bet you they could million. they could probably get a hundred million a year if they did a no. women's wrestling show and sold it to E. No. You don't think they no. would? You don't think E? I thought he said uh, I thought it was a great idea. E. Dude, NXT is thirty million. That's that was actually a pretty decent deal. But with the success from the Diva show, Bellas, you don't think that's a natural fit to put that on E oh, channel? Uh, they probably could, but there there it would be like a I, I bet you it'd be like five to ten million at, at most. An really? hour long. The show would be an hour long if this yeah. was my show. I don't know, man. We're in a time of crazy money. Stranger things have happened. AEW is getting nothing. Like they're splitting mm-hmm. rights fees. I mean, they're getting zero right now. It's uh, yeah. splitting advertising uh, revenue. So really, yeah. Um, that, so Lacey Evans won that match with the show. XFL shooter. is getting nothing as well. Like that. That's also uh, wait what? An, an XFL is getting zero dollars in in uh, rights fees. It's all. Uh, revenue share. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so Lacey won with the sharpshooter, and then we had Seth Rollins versus Robert Roode in the main event tonight. We're not going to talk about the fact that Lacey used a sharpshooter. Uh, I mean, she's calling out Natalia. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, no big deal. I, Thanks. It's true. <laughs> I finally noticed she said, "I was like Lacey Evans. The way she dresses, who does it remind me of?" And the fact I was like, "Oh, Minnie Mouse," which makes sense because she is the classiest animated character. <laughs> she actually is. If you're, um, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I, I could kind of see that. <laughs> uh, so main event time: Seth Rollins versus Robert Rude. We all Why know where this is going. Why are you giggling? 
Some of these comments on here. (laughs) There's a lot we're not putting on the screen. Oh, okay, okay. okay. (laughs) Like Raj never pays. Is this the first time you've seen the chat room, Raj? I look at this every time. I did not know that we can put it on the screen. I never get to see it. I don't know how you guys do. I've never watched (laughs) any of our chat rooms. That's funny. Now I will. Um, You got to keep throwing it up on the screens too. I think fans will like it. Um, Really quick, um, main event. What'd you think? I mean, this was kind of, we were just waiting for The Fiend, and I think they swerved us by having uh, yes. Kane come out first. Yes. I, okay, they didn't swerve. No, I still thought he was eating one. Yeah. He, uh, he was eating a mandible claw no matter what. The OC came out. Um, so, yeah, Rollins got DQ'd. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, no, he won by DQ when Ziggler interfered in this match. The AJ and the OC came out. It was a five-on-one brawl on Rollins. Um, then Kane came out. And then the fiend came out, attacked Kane, and then got up in Seth Rollins's face after with Seth in the corner. Kind of a different camera angle, different look with this. I was very nervous as they were shooting that, Glenn. I was like, if they show Seth, is it going to look weird because it's a it's like a real body, a real human being, right? It's yeah. not with a mask with the lights playing off of that mask, flashing the way they do, look awesome. Do you know what I'm saying? I was like, does it is going to look weird? Because they usually don't show the human, the, the human, I keep saying human, but they don't show the other wrestler, mm. the dude without the mask, right? Without any kind of uh, paint on their body or anything like that. It's just their skin. Is it going to play the same way with those flashing lights hitting 100 miles an hour? Or is it going to look hokey? And if it does, it's going to screw right. I'm so worried about how they book with him because they have something so special at a time where they're not doing that damn thing special. They're doing the opposite of something special. And this just walked into their lap. Yeah. You know, I'm so terrified they're going to bone it. And I hope, I pray that they don't because I am entertained by it. I was not entertained, like I told you at the beginning of the show, how this show ended sitting in the Firefly uh, Funhouse. Yeah. You know, uh, character, whatever you want to call it, cartoon screen for friggin' three minutes or whatever, how long it was. It got old super fast. Yeah. yeah I get what they were going for with it, but. Uh... Too much. What? what were they going for? Um, did you watch like Channel Zero on Sci-Fi? There've been stuff like this. Even it did this uh, a little bit in the It Chapter One, where they do like the kid show thing, and the yeah. idea is you keep playing the creepy version of the kids' music, and it just sets the tone. But to go mm-hmm. out on that, I don't but, know. But for so long. No, it did go on excessively long. And That's I think I- it took away from the organic feel of it when they cut to the the Firefly Funhouse commercial you know the the graphic you know and, and they just kept playing that you gotta play up his special powers like he can magically make all this crap happen just make that ending violent you know and i know uh i got a lot of shit for saying that uh randy orton should uh rko kofi kingston King's kid as a kid but nwo <laughs> <laughs> rock but you know you want a 180 just, degree heel turn glenn there it is that was Rod. just beating up children <laughs> people remember it why don't you go further why don't have them with the connor's cure kids out there and have randy orton just clean house you know the worst. hashtag Jeez. the worst glenn okay. well, no, you, you went too me? far oh i'm sorry <laughs> hey, hang on real quick though don't you think they should have shut it off right when he was creeping up like in his face you yes. know what i'm talking about you guys Exactly. Slowly creeping up to Seth Rollins in the corner. Seth did a good uh, good job cowering. I thought actually, yeah. I thought it looked cool. And then boom, that's it. Go to black. Yeah, and and it keeps you interested. Did he for get that his team. hands on him? We don't know. Right? Did he that's eat what, his head? Uh, I don't know. That's what wrestling used to do. Is they, you know, wanted you tuning into next week. They, oh, it was yeah. always a cliffhanger. You know? Yeah, it's true. So you don't think so, Glenn? No, I think it's good. Um, I think they made a very believable job of making Seth look afraid, but. Yeah. The, but that runs the risk. Remember, like I told you last night. So, uh, Raj, my idea to, for Seth to get, to make this a non-title thing is to have um, Seth like almost lose the title on purpose to uh, Braun Strowman because Seth's like, well, if you're just coming after the championship, now I'm out of it. But then Bray turns around and says, I don't care about the championship, Seth. I'm coming for you. And that's how we get Bray out of the title picture. But that'd be too much of uh, him being a, a chicken. But I think tonight he looked shook. He looked very, very shook tonight by this. You didn't, which is good. It is, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, why not just go all the way with it? Then? Why did they show him being a wuss? I see what you're saying, and weak, or whatever you want to call it, with for Braun to have gone over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. Braun should be a champion. Yeah, Bray does not need the title belt, and no. I think it's painting themselves into a corner. They could have went. I was Raj last night. I don't know if you caught our show, but like we, we were saying, how it would have been better if. 
something happened where um uh what's his name wins braun wins and then after he gets his big win you know uh braid starts something up with seth yeah very simple gets everybody out of it and more importantly gets bray away from that title bray does not need that title i'm petrified if he wins a title it's actually gonna hurt him that's how over he is with me right now i can't believe i'm saying that. right but he shouldn't lose either um, no, he should not, definitely not lose. What I'm saying is he could go in a different direction with right. Seth had they dropped the title to what's his name last night. Yeah. Therefore, now it doesn't have to be for the title. He can eat Seth alive and not have this 20 pounds, um, this 20 pounds of a noose around his neck now with that title right. because that's what it will be for him. He does not need it. They're going to make it too cute. They're going to do stupid stuff with him with that title, and he does not need it. It's going to hurt him, I think. I'm, I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. I've never said that about a talent, ever, that a champion, the heavyweight championship of the world is actually going to hurt them. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought this, I thought the same thing with The Undertaker when I was a kid when he won the title. I was like, Too much it, doesn't last fit, it doesn't fit. You know? yeah. it's, uh, yep. You're beyond that. Like, is he going to wear it on his waist? Like, right. <laughs> did Taker wear it on his waist? I don't believe so. I don't remember. When he first won it the first time? Did he ever? I don't think he ever wore it around his waist. I don't believe so. I can't even picture him going to the ring with the belt right now. I got to be honest. Man, I'm the biggest <laughs> taker mark on the planet. Yeah. I, I, but but with that said, I, I think this is, for me, even creepier and further out there. Yeah. And even Taker was back in his time. With, uh, when we were Oh, kids. yeah. And he was scary to me when I was little. He was. His eyes, and I didn't know that was makeup. You know what I mean? I thought something was real, you know? Right. So he was scary to me. As a yeah. little kid, but and this looks, dude's a scarier dude. Yeah, I agree. There are pictures of him with a title. These can all be photoshopped. Is he wearing it around his waist when the first title run? Is what I'm saying. Did There's wear- one around his waist, but I can't. Again, I can't tell if somebody did this or if it's uh, official. Baby face taker. I could see it in his early days, but I don't know about heel taker who yeah, didn't really geez, talk to him. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, with Bray, no need. No need no. for him to have this. No. So, talking about it, it seems better than it was watching it the entire show. It's always that way. Yeah. It's just kind of tonight. I don't know. Actually, I preferred last night's pay per view. Last night's pay per view wasn't great, but no, I like the, the yes. promise of last night. Last night was better. Yeah. I listened to you guys last night when I was uh, coming home, and I totally get the whole thing of not watching the show and just listening to the podcast because, uh, yeah, you get it all, and you you know it uh, it saves you four hours. So if you know people want to start paying us nine ninety nine a month, we'll just tell you about the pay per views. <laughs> right. We'll watch WWE programming and relay it to you what happened. With which is what we do now. Tons of segues and diversions. <laughs> which is what I need to do to find out my news nowadays. I gotta, I gotta go on YouTube to watch people that will watch CNN, the CNNs of the world for me, so I don't have to watch them. <laughs> oh, shots so fired, Glenn! Shots fired. Let's not jump in this uh, that pool. <laughs> <laughs> we never finished. So white privilege does it exist? <laughs> no. Oh my lord, oh. Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> My head's about to literally explode right now. <laughs> the show, Glenn. Uh, what else do we got, Raj? Uh, oh, we, we never talked about the big cast situation, what happened over the weekend. Yeah, so uh, we got an interview. It's kind of bad timing. I uh, interviewed big cast on Thursday. And, oh, uh, what do you do? He was talking about how uh, he's turned his life around and he's in great shape. And he, he, he talked about how his... Did um, he relapse or something? Yeah, so on Saturday night... He was at a WrestlePro event, and uh-huh. uh, it went haywire. He uh, he was erratic. Apparently, he either slapped Joey Janela or challenged him to a fight, was accusing wrestlers of stealing his sweater. Uh, Pat Buck, it was his farewell show, eventually stepped in and, and uh, punched uh, Big Cass out. Uh, the cops got involved. He, there were photos of him outside, you know, as the, the cops were questioning him, and they said, yeah, he just seemed very erratic, so uh, mm-hmm. they sent him to the hospital. So um, I don't know what it is. Um, that yeah, sucks, so, honestly. That's yeah. terrible. I feel bad for no, him. It's awful. I, feel, I feel bad for him, too. I mean, he's uh, he's got all the potential in the world. He's got a good look, the size, everything. Uh, yep. And, you know, I mean, two steps forward, uh, four steps back. But at some point, 
keep making those steps forward. And then he, he, he won't see this, but if by any chance he does, dude, reach out to me. I've helped get 62 pro wrestlers off of pills, drugs, alcohol. I've gotten a few off of heroin that nobody knows about. Um, I would gladly, in a heartbeat, be willing to help you for what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's heartbreaking given, especially Roger, as you said, all the progress he made uh, to going down and spend time with DDP. Uh, talking about his depression. Um, no, I, I want nothing but the best for him. And I very much, I worry about this type of behavior, uh, having lost friends and loved ones to depression. Um, yeah, this is not the sign of being on the right track. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so he was at another event on Friday night and he was fine. So I don't know if it, it didn't sound like he was, it was alcohol. It sounded like, oh. it, it's, I don't know if it was a reaction to something. He did tell me like uh, in, in our interview, that seizure he had last year was yeah. due to uh, uh, alcohol withdrawal. And, oh, wow. Uh, and huh. that caused it. So wow. I don't know if he's taking any medication for that. And maybe he mixed that with something. So, okay. So he's not, he's not known to take pills and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, he, what happened to him last time? It was just strictly depression. He was saying that was all just alcohol withdrawal. So oh, alcohol withdrawal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, we wish him the very best uh, and hope that uh, he gets back on the right path sometime uh, as soon as possible. Um, yeah. Terrible, terrible turn of events. Uh, is there anything else, Raj? I feel like is there something maybe not quite as heavy to go out on here? NXT <laughs> this uh, Wednesday night. Now we're uh, it's going live on the WWE Network. We're on a call with tomorrow Triple H. night. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday. yeah. Oh yeah, Wednesday. This is the week where it, 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 I was kind of surprised how uh, how low key the promotion has been for NXT. Right, like you would expect. Like I thought they were going to have NXT stars on Raw. Yeah, and you know, oh, and, you know, yeah. like really pushing it, and uh, it's just kind of like these you know regular spots. So it's it's been kind of low key. I don't know if they're going to wait a couple weeks or or what, but. You would not know by watching Raw tonight that NXT was debuting in two days on uh, national television. Good point. Good point. No, we'll see. Tomorrow night, SmackDown. Yeah. yeah NXT on that. Wednesday. Uh, so, Raj, you're, you're not joining us again this week. It'll be me, Matt, and Justin Labar. That's right. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Eating Why? grapes and <laughs> making you guys put up with Justin. Did you say eating grapes? Captain <laughs> <laughs> <Tapping> over. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. there so, we have uh, it. The Luke Harper thing, by the way, also, someone brought that up in the chat. That was a very last-minute thing. He was contacted on Friday night, and uh, yeah, it, so it was very last-minute. But Good for him. Can't wait yeah. to see uh, if they give him something tomorrow night. Uh, what do you got to plug on the site, Raj? What's going up? <laughs> the big cast interview <laughs> the timing's a little off but uh yeah man he uh he talks about all the stuff that he's been through uh the last year or so and uh yeah i mean it's it's not easy it's it's a it's a tough road and he's he's trying to fight it so you know uh best for him and if it is um, we, i don't have any idea what it is if it's just depression or what whatnot we're not saying we know but let's say it is addiction. I'll tell you as an addict, every day it's something that you struggle with. Yeah. Every yeah. single day, 13 years sober, still, you always, it's always right there. So mm -hmm. even though he this happened to him, people are still going to want to hear that interview. And it's not to make a cheap plug, but it's, right. it'll be a good way to get inside this guy's head yeah. for a lot of fans or maybe some other addicts out there that need help, maybe for all we know. And um, there's still going to be hopefully a, a happy ending at the end of his story, at the end of this chapter that he's having to go through. Yeah. And who knows that interview? There might be some insight you don't know. So, um, I suggest everybody listen to it. Absolutely. Well, on that note, we will see you back here tomorrow night to talk about SmackDown on the Wrestling yeah. Podcast. Take care. Good job in the comment sections, guys. <laughs> yeah, we need to do that more. Mm -hmm. Every show. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.